0: The Mechanism of Replication, Stalling, and Recovery Within Repetitive DNA. An article by Corella Casas de Lucchi, Manuel Daza Martin, Sophie Williams, and Gideon Costa. From Institute of Cancer Research, London, United Kingdom. NATO 2022. Accurate chromosomal DNA replication is essential to maintain genome instability Genetic evidence suggests that certain repetitive sequences impair replication, yet the underlying mechanism is poorly defined. Replication could be directly inhibited by the DNA template or indirectly, for example, by DNA-bound proteins. Here we reconstitute replication of mono-, D and nucleotide repeats in vitro by using eukaryotic replisomes assembled from purified proteins. We find that structure-prone repeats are sufficient to impair replication, whilst template unwinding is unaffected, leading to strand synthesis is inhibited, leading to fork uncoupling. Synthesis through herpene forming repeats is rescued by replisome intrinsic mechanisms, whereas synthesis of quadruplex forming repeats requires an extrinsic accessory helicase. DNA-induced fork stalling is mechanistically similar to that induced by leading strand DNA lesions, highlighting structure-prone repeats as an important potential source of replication stress. Thus, we propose that our understanding of the cellular response to replication stress may also be applied to DNA-induced replication stalling. Faithful and accurate chromosomal DNA replication is a fundamental process that is required to maintain genome stability and is performed by a multi-protein complex termed the replisome. The replisome encounters various types of challenges including DNA damage, DNA-bound proteins, collisions with the transcriptional machinery, RNA-DNA hybrids, topological stress and limiting DNTPs. Under unperturbed conditions, leading strand synthesis is coupled to unwinding and this contributes to maximal fork rates. However, when synthesis is stalled, CMG can continue to unwind at a reduced rate, a scenario termed helicase polymerase uncoupling. In addition to exogenous factors, certain DNA sequences can intrinsically pose a challenge to the replisome in terms of both fidelity and dynamics. Most of our understanding of how DNA affects its own replication stems from studies of expansion-prone repeats, which drive nearly 50 different neurodegenerative diseases. Roughly half of these conditions are caused by expansion of just three repeats classes, CGG-CCG, GAATTC, and ctg CAG In these diseases the number of repeat units is highly variable within the general population where repeats expand to an intermediate range individuals may exhibit partial phenotypes further expansion usually within one generation leads to full maturation for example fragile x syndrome is caused by expansion of CGG repeats within the 5' UTR of the FMR1 locus and affected individuals harbour 6 to 52 CGG repeats and intermediate range is 53 to 250 whereas patients harbour 250 to 2000 repeats units. One of the earliest proposed mechanisms for contractions or expansions of repeats was replication slippage, a process by which the template and nascent strands re-anneal out of register due to the repetitive nature of the template. However, large scale contractions and expansions cannot easily be explained by slippage. Furthermore, slippage can occur in any repetitive sequence yet only some repeats undergo large-scale expansions. Replication, transcription, and virus-repeat pathways have been implicated in large-scale expansions, but the exact underlying mechanisms are not yet fully understood. Current models are based on defining that repeat expansions correlate with the propensity of sequences to fold into unusual DNA secondary structures. Several types of non BDNA secondary structures have been characterized, including 1. hairpins, 2. G quadruplexes, 3. intercalated motifs, and 4. triplexes. Hairpins are simple intramolecular fold back structures that rely on classic Watson Creek base pairing. Inverted repeats and palindromes can form perfectly annealed hairpins while CNGs repeats can form mismatch-containing hairpins. g quadruplexes are four-stranded intramolecular or intermolecular structures formed by Hoechstein-Peace pairing between guanine residues. Four guanines can form a planar arrangement termed a G-quartet and stacking of multiple G-quartet seals A G quadruplex. While G rich sequences can form G quadruplexes, C rich sequences can form a four stranded structure called an I motif, where pairs of hemiprotonated cytosines from base pairing in a crisscross pattern. Hapins, G quadruplexes, and I motifs can all form locally within a stretch of a single stranded DNA in contrast triplex dna requires a double duplex dna with a third strand annealing by hookstein base pairing triplexes can arise from homopurine homopuridine marrow repeats such as gaa repeats and their formation is favored by negative supercoiling the first evidence that repeats can stall fork progression in vivo was the detection of replication intermediates of plasmids containing CGGs repeats in bacteria by two-dimensional gel electrophoresis. Stalling was observed in both orientations and was later also detected in budding yeast and mammalian cells. In contrast, stalling by GAA repeats in yeast only occurs when they are on the lagging strand template where stalling by CTGs repeats is significantly weaker and is orientation independent. Fibril labelling of individual replication forks in the CGG-expanded FMR1 locus from fragile X syndrome cells revealed stalling. Interestingly, replication forks progressed in either direction in cells from unaffected individuals whereas almost all forks in patient cells replicated CGG as the leading strand template. Similar experiments with cells from Friedrich ataxia patients showed pronounced telling in the GAA expanded FXN locus. Fork directionality was also altered positioning the GAA repeats on the leading strand template which is the exact opposite orientation that generates stalls in budding yeast. The reason for these discrepancies are unclear. Furthermore, the underlying mechanism of repeat-induced stalling is poorly defined. Stalling could be induced indirectly, for example, by DNA-bound proteins or R-loops. In the case of CTG repeats, stalling was suggested to be driven by binding of mismatched repair factors to mismatched hairpins. This raises the question of whether the DNA templates by itself is sufficient to stall the replisome. If so, which sequences stall and what is the underlying mechanism? Finally, how does the replisome recover from such blocks? Studies of repeat replication in vitro have thus been limited to primary extension states and have shown that polymerase are impeded by CGG, CTG and GAA repeats. Most studies employed bacterial viral polymerases with very little work done with all three eukaryotic replicative polymerases. One study compared yeast polymerase delta with human polymerase alpha and epsilon, all of which were stalled by CGG. One limitation of such assay is the use of single strand DNA templates that are pre-folded into structures. Whether sufficient single-stranded DNA could be exposed for structures to form during unperturbed coupled leading strand synthesis is unknown. Another caveat is the lack of any additional replisome components. Reconstituted Skerichia coli replisomes are not affected by CTG repeats, but are stalled by short CCG repeats and inverted repeats. To date, studies to repeat replication with reconstituted eukaryotic replisomes are lacking. In this study, we set out to determine the molecular events that transpire when the eukaryotic replisome encounters repetitive templates. Using reconstituted replisomes assembled from purified budding yeast proteins, we found that certain repeats induced leading strand stalling. Since these experiments lack components from other pathways, they indicate that DNA alone can cause replication for stalling. We tested a wide range of mono, day, t- and trinucleotide repeats and found that stalling correlated most with structure form, and capacity. Mechanistically, the CMG helicase was able to continue unwinding but synthesis was inhibited, resulting in helicase polymerase and coupling, thereby resembling events induced by leading strand DNA lesion. We found that the two major replicative polymerases, polymerase delta and epsilon, exhibit different inherent capacities to synthesize through hairpin forming repeats and uncovered a role for polymerase delta in rescuing DNA-induced leading strand stalling. Moreover, fork recovery mechanisms differ by the type of secondary structure the repeats can form. Leaning strand synthesis through hairpin forming repeats was modulated by virus replisome intrinsic aspects, including the presence of polymerase delta, synthesis rate by polymerase epsilon and levels of DNTPs. In contrast, quadruplex forming repeats were not affected by any of these factors, but instead required the extrinsic accessory helicase PIF one. Efficient replication. Altogether, these results provide a mechanistic understanding of how the eukaryotic replisome copes with challenging repetitive templates and highlight certain sequences as an important potential source of endogenous replication stress. Results CGG repeats induce leading strand stalling. To investigate the effect of repeats on the eukaryotic replisome, we constructed a set of substrates for in vitro replication assays, whereby eukaryotic replisomes are assembled using purified budding yeast proteins. CTG, GAA and CGG repeats were cloned tricholobases downstream of the replication origin of a 9.7 kilobase substrate that supports origin-specific replication initiation. Short oligonucleotides were used for initial cloning, followed by a PCR-free approach by which involved iterative steps of controlled expansion of repeats to yield substrates with up to 161 uninterrupted repeats. Given the potentially unstable nature of certain repeats during propagation of bacteria, we validated that our final set preparations contained the correct insert size and sequence. Since replication is shades from a defined position, we can assign which sequences serve as the leading and lagging strand templates. When describing insert sequences throughout this manuscript, we refer to sequences that reside on the leading strand template for example the cgg substrate contains 61 cgg repeats on the leading strand template and therefore 61 ccg repeats on the lagging strand template to avoid the confounding effects of two replication forks converting on a cycle template we first performed reactions on linear templates plasmids were linearized with a restriction enzyme ahd1 such that the replication origin was positioned 1.5 kilobases from one end and 8.2 kilobases from the other with repeats located within the 8.2 kilobases fragment enzymes required for okazaki fragment maturation were omitted to simplify analysis as expected analysis of the control replication reaction by denaturating alkaline gene electrophoresis produced three main products the leftward moving 1.5 kilobase leading strand the rightward moving 8.2 kilobase leading strand and the heterogeneous population of smaller unlegated legging strand Okazaki fragments. Replication of substrates containing CTG did not differ from the empty vector control. However, a very faint triclobase based toll band was reproducibly detected with GAA and CGG. The intensity of these toll was increased when reactions were performed without polymerase delta for CGG but not for CAA. These suggest a role for polymerase delta in preventing the rescuing leading strand stalls induced by CGG. Since these experiments lack components from all the pathways, we conclude the DNA template itself can induce fork stalling and that this is modulated by polymerase usage stalling threshold is 17 CGG repeats and is orientation dependent. Although both GAA and CGG produced leading strength stalls, further analysis of GAA stalls proved difficult due to the weak signal. We therefore focused on CGG-induced stalls which were sufficiently robust when polymerase delta was absent. To establish the threshold for CGG stalling, we replicated a set of substrates with increasing repeat units in the absence of polymerase delta. These revealed that as few as 17 repeats were sufficient to induce some stalling, which was further enhanced with 21 and 41 repeats. It saturated with 41 repeats similar results were obtained with circular plasmids in the presence of topoisomerase when indicating that stalling is neither promoted nor prevented by a topologically closed template or by topoisomerase activity. When compared to a stall driven by a site-specific leading strand in a lesion, even the longer CGG inserts produced a partial stall also evident by the larger proportion of full-length 8.2 kilobase products. Consistent with the accumulation of stalled forks, large replication intermediates were observed by native gel races, mirroring the pattern seen in alkaline denaturating analysis. We note the CGG inserts containing 81 repeat units or more were not completely stable in bacteria. We therefore choose to use CGG in all subsequent experiments as it drove maximal stalling but was genetically stable. If, as suggested by genetic evidence, the orientation of repeats relative to replication origins plays a role one might expect to observe a difference in stalling as a function of orientation. To test this idea, we reversed the orientation of these repeats to yield CAG, TTC and CCG templates. While we were able to clone CAG and TTC, we were only able to obtain stable clones of up to 61 CCG repeats units, as long as CCG repeats are unstable in this orientation in bacteria. Nonetheless, in contrast to CGG templates, replication of all CCG substrates produce no detectable stalls, even when compared side by side. Replication of CAG and TTC produce no stalling with either linear or circular templates. In summary, as many as 161 CTG or GAA repeats do not induce robust replication stalling in either orientation, whereas 17 CGG repeats almost do so, but only when positioned on the leading strand template. Short CG repeats also induce leading strand stalling. The fact that CGG produced pronounced stalling, yet other trinucleotide repeats did not suggested that this is not simply the repetitive nature that causes a stall. We considered the possibility that stalling is caused by DNA secondary structures. While all CNG repeats can fold into hairpins, the thermal stability of CGG hairpins is significantly higher, possibly expanding the stalling observed only with CGG. This raises the prediction that other G-rich hairpin forming repeats may also stall the replisome. To test this, we cloned and replicated a range of denucleotide repeats. Of these, stalling was only observed with CG repeats, which are indeed G-rich and form hairpins in solution. Relative to CGG, much shorter stretches of cg dinucleotides produced a strong stall with a lower threshold of only 10 repeat units similar to that observed with cgg templates analysis of cg replication products on a native gel revealed accumulation of replication intermediates and the stalling threshold was similar with circular templates another important class of hairpin forming dinucleotides are AT repeats. Long AT repeats, number equal to 34, interfere with replication and cause chromosome fragility in budding yeast, and are expanded in microsatellite unstable cancers. Despite much effort, we are not able to generate AT repeats longer than 15 units, leaving open the question of whether long AT repeats can stall the replisome in vitro. Our results provide further evidence that hairpin forming repeats can stall the replisome. To further support this interpretation, we generated scrambled sequences with the same length, base pair composition and strand bias as CGG or CG. For each repeat type, we choose two randomly generated sequences which contain minimal stretches of consecutive CG or CGG repeats, thereby interrupting continuous space pairing within the predicted hairpins. All these scrambled sequences were replicated without any stalling. Altogether, these results indicate that the nucleotide composition and strand bias of CGG and CG repeats do not account their stability to store leading strand synthesis, rather stalling is most consistent with their structure forming potential. The replisome is affected by quadruplex forming homopolymers. The leading strand stalling we observed correlated with the ability of sequences to fold into herping structures, we reasoned that repeats that form other types of DNA secondary structures may also impede replication. We therefore tested the effect of guanine and cytosine homopolymers which can fold into a G4 or i motif, respectively. Leading strand stores were indeed observed with a threshold of 20 and 30 repeat units, for g and C respectively. The difference in threshold was also seen when compared side by side within the same experiment and was maintained on circular templates in contrast stretches of over 200 consecutive adenine and thymine residues which are not predicted to form stable secondary structures did not cause a significant stall altogether we conclude that hairpin and quadruplex forming repeats can stall the replisome polymerase delta drives recovery from hairpin forming but not quadruplex forming repeats our result thus far highlights four different types of repeats the induced leading strand stalling cgg cg c and G. Given our initial observation that polymerase delta can assist replication through CGG, we next asked whether this holds true for the other sequences. While replication of CGG and CG was improved by the presence of polymerase delta, stalling by C50 and G50 was essentially unaffected. Thus, the ability of polymerase delta to synthesize past these sequences correlate with the type of secondary structure that they can form to assess if stalling is terminal or transient we performed pulse chase experiments in which nascent dna was labeled with dATP for the first 10 minutes and chased with excess unlabeled dATP allowing us to follow the fate of forks labeled within the pulse without detection of new initiation events. In the absence of polymerase delta stalling by CGG61 was persistent for at least two hours, indicating that polymerases alpha and epsilon are unable to resolve the stall. In contrast, the presence of polymerase delta stalling at the earliest time point was weaker gradually resolved over time and was barely descendable by 40 minutes. A similar pattern was observed with CG24. These results indicate that polymerase delta does not prevent deformation stalls induced by CGG and CG, but rather resolves them. Post-chase experiments with C50 and G50 revealed persistent stalling regardless of the presence of polymerase delta further supporting our earlier observation the polymerase delta cannot support replication through these two sequences in summary happy forming sequences induce persistent stalls in the presence of polymerase delta but these are resolved over time when polymerase delta is present in contrast G-quadruplex and i motif forming sequences generate persistent stalls that cannot be resolved by polymerase delta. The ability of polymerase delta to rescue certain leading strand stalls could either require its continued presence within the replisome during stalling or could occur behind the fork. To test whether polymerase delta could rescue pre-existing stalls we carried out pulse chase experiments in which stores were preformed during the pulse and Polymerase Delta was only introduced in the chase. Figure 3F shows that clear stall with CG24 was evident after 10 minutes pulse, which remained unaltered in the absence of Polymerase Delta for 30 minutes. Rescue by Polymerase Delta was observed within 2.5 minutes showing similar rescue kinetics with stalls induced by CGG61. Leading strand rescue by polymerase Delta was largely dependent on RFP PCNA suggesting that PCNA is either retained or reloaded on the leading strand template. Importantly, adding PCNA in the absence of polymerase delta had no effect. We conclude that polymerase delta can rescue pre-existing leading strand stores in a PCNA dependent fashion. DNA induced stores trigger helicase polymerase uncoupling. Replication forks could either stall due to impaired unwinding by the CMG helicase or inhibition of synthesis by polymerase epsilon, which would trigger uncoupled unwinding downstream of the stall. The fact that polymerase delta could rescue pre-existing stalls supposed to latter, as it strongly argues for the presence of a free primer template junction and an unavailable exposed template downstream. Previous work revealed that repriming past and leading strand CPD by polymerase alpha is inefficient, and that an exogenously added primer allows reassumption of leading strand synthesis. Primer annealing only occurs if single-strand DNA is exposed, thereby serving as an indirect measure of uncoupled CMG unwinding. We therefore asked whether a primer that anneals 265 nucleotide downstream of the insert would promote the formation of a restart product. Indeed, addition of this primer, but not a scrambled control primer, led to the appearance of a five kilobase restart product for all four stall forming repeats, to an extent similar to the same with a leading strand CPD template. These results strongly suggest that stalling is not a consequence of CMG rust, but rather due to lack of synthesis by polymerase epsilon. Interestingly, why polymerase delta resolved the 3 kilobase stall products induced by CGG-61 and CG 24 5 kilobase restart products were still evident. Therefore, CMG continued to unwind at least 265 nucleotides beyond the repeats in both cases. Thus, although polymerase delta can resolve certain leading strand stores, it cannot completely prevent uncoupling. Additional evidence for helicase polymerase uncoupling was seen upon closer inspection of replication products analyzed on native gels, whereby faster migrating species accumulated these speeches were previously shown to correspond to uncoupled products in which CMG was unwound to the end of the template but without any synthesis. This was especially clear with the CG templates, where uncoupled products accumulated at levels similar to those observed with a CPG containing template. To increase the fraction of uncoupled products we truncated substrates with EQRV rv so that CMG has to unwind only 1.6 kB, beyond the insert rather than 5 kB. When analyzed on a native gel, uncoupled products were observed for all four classes of sequences, but were not observed for CGG61 and cg 24 when polymerase Delta was present. Based on the repriming experiment, it is likely that there was some degree of transient uncoupling. Polymerase delta was then able to synthesize past the repeats, which converted the uncoupled product into a full-length product. Altogether, these results show that structure-forming repeats can trigger helicase polymerase uncoupling and that polymerase delta limits the extent of uncoupling by rescuing. Leading strand synthesis at CGG61 and CG24, but not at C50 or G50. Read through of CGG and CG is facilitated by polymerase epsilon variants or elevated DNTPs. The observation that polymerase epsilon could not synthesise past CGG or CG, yet polymerase delta could may be explained by their different enzymatic properties. More specifically, the weak strand displacement activity of polymerase epsilon relative to polymerase delta might preclude it from coupling with hairpin forming repeats. This activity can be mildly enhanced by inactivating the exonuclease domain of polymerase epsilon. In addition, modeling of the most frequent cancer-associated polymerase epsilon mutation in budding yeast revealed a hyperactive enzyme in which DNA entry into the exonuclease domain is blocked, allowing it to synthesize past a hairpin structure more efficiently than an exonuclease that mutant. We therefore wondered whether these polymerase epsilon variants might be able to resolve leading strand stores even in the absence of polymerase delta. Leading strand stores induced by CGG61 were significantly weaker reactions carried out with other polymerase epsilon mutants relative to wild-type polymerase epsilon. Stalling produced by CG24 was also rescued, but here P301R performed better than IXO. In contrast, neither of these polymerase epsilon variants were able to replicate past G50 or C50. And similar results were obtained when polymerase delta was present. Polymerase Epsilon P301R was able to rescue pre-existing stores produced by wild type polymerase Epsilon and this was largely dependent on RFC PCNA. These observations are almost identical to those obtained with polymerase Delta suggesting that polymerase Epsilon P301R and polymerase Delta employ a similar mechanism rescue leading strand stalls. Inactivation of the exonuclease domain of polymerase epsilon shifts the balance from proofreading to synthesis, leading to an overall increase in synthesis rate. Other factors, that enhance synthesis rate could also play a role. We therefore asked whether increased DNTPs could ameliorate DNA induced stalling. We performed Pulse chase experiments in which DNTP was the labeled nucleotide and chased with either excess unlabeled DNTP alone or an excess of all four DNTPs. In the absence of polymerase delta, elevated DNTPs significantly improved replication past CGG61 but not CG24. In the presence of polymerase delta, excess DNTPs also improved synthesis by CG24. In contrast, increased DNTPs had no effect on replication of G50 or C50, regardless of polymerase delta. Thus, increased concentration of DNTPs improved the ability of both replicative polymerases to resolve stores induced by hairpin forming repeats. Combined with the results obtained with polymerase delta and polymerase epsilon variants, we conclude that the replisome can cope with hairpin-forming repeats by a variety of replisome intrinsic mechanisms. Pif1 resolves DNA-induced stalls. In contrast to hairpin-forming repeats, none of the conditions or enzyme variants we tried thus far. Allow the replisome to cope with stores induced by G50 and C50, both of which can form quadruplex structures. We considered that the single-strand DNA binding protein RPA may play a protective role as it has been demonstrated to unfold G4 quad structures. However, stored products were observed across a broad range of RPA concentrations regardless of polymerase delta. Therefore, in this context, RPA does not prevent or resolve DNA-induced leading strand stalls. Several accessory helicases have been implicated in replication of repetitive or structure-prone DNA. In budding yeast, PIF1 has been shown to play an important role in allowing efficient replication past G4 sequences in vivo and in vitro, we therefore see the ability of purified PIF1 to rescue DNA induced stalled forks. Strinkingly, not only was PIF1 able to fully rescue replication past G50, it also accelerated replication through all of the other sequences. Importantly, an ATPase active site mutant of PIF1, which cannot unwind DNA was able to perform any of these tasks, indicating essential requirement for its helicase motor function. For comparison, we also tested the nuclease helicase DNA2, but found it had no effect on DNA-induced stalling, despite showing robust nuclease activity. PIF-1 was previously shown to directly bind PCNA and to collaborate with polymerase delta and pcna in break-induced replication bir and in stimulating strand displacement during lagging strand maturation however our results show that the ability of pif1 to resolve dna-induced stores is distinct from these functions as it did not require polymerase delta or pcna Altogether, we conclude that PIF-1 is a general-purpose accessory case that accelerates recovery from a variety of leading-strand DNA-induced stores. Discussion We have reconstituted repeat replication with eukaryotic replisome and have found that DNA alone is sufficient to cause significant leading-strand stalling. Therefore, certain DNA sequences are an important source of endogenous replication stress. Mechanistically, stalling by DNA repeats and leading-strand DNA lesions, shell similarities CMG Unwinding is an effected, and inhibition of synthesis triggers helicase polymerase uncoupling. Furthermore, we demonstrate that the two major replicative polymerases exhibit different inherent capacities to cope with repetitive templates. With polymerase delta showing more robust activity than polymerase epsilon, allowing it to rescue leading strand stores caused by hairpin forming repeats. The replisome could recover from stores induced by hairpin forming sequences. By employing a variety of replisome intrinsic mechanisms, including polymerase delta, hyperactive polymerase epsilon, or elevated DNTPs. In contrast, stores induced by quadruplex forming sequences required extrinsic support, revealing a general role for the PIF1 helicase in accelerating recovery from a variety of DNA induced stores. These results invoke several interesting and important questions, including the root cause of stalling and the emergence of different recovery mechanisms. It is evident that only certain sequences induce leading strand stalling. Yet, the underlying reasoning is unclear. Our results show stalling cannot be easily explained by the repetitive nature of sequences, their base pair composition or their strand bias. Rather, fork stalling is best correlated with the ability of sequences to fold into stable DNA secondary structures. Although CGG repeats have been shown to fold into a G-fork structure or Z-DNA in vitro, this only occurs under non-physiological conditions. Thus happen at the most physiologically likely structures formed by CGG with stretches of over 12 repeats suggested to form branches hairpins. The stall threshold we observed, 17, was surprisingly low, meaning that in most normal FMR1 alleles, number 5 to 63, local uncoupling may occur, providing a plausible mechanism for small scale expansion. Out of all the sequences we tested, stalling by relatively short CG repeats Exhibited the highest proportion of stalled forks. Recent NMR analysis shows that in solution, CG repeats form hairpins. Although CG repeats could in theory also form cruciforms ahead of the fork, this does not happen even in negatively supercoiled plasmids, because CG-rich DNA inhibits cruciform nucleation. Interestingly, CG repeats are extremely rare. Not only in the human genome but across the entire tree of life, constituting less than 1% of all the nucleotides in most species. Methylation of cytosine within CPG increases its rate of deamination, resulting in C2T transitions. This has been proposed as the main evolutionary mechanism for genetic suppression of CG the nucleotides. However, trinucleotides such as CGG do not show such remarkable genomic depletion despite harboring the same CpG sequences. This suggests that CG sequences undergo negative selection. We propose that the capacity of CG to efficiently store replication serves as a selecting force that leads to the genomic suppression. The weak stalling by GAA repeats may seem unexpected as these repeats induce robust stalling in vivo in multiple organisms. However, the fact that stalling is observed in opposite orientations in yeast and human patient-derived cells strongly points to additional factors being involved. One possible factor could be sequence context analysis of sv40 based gaa plasmids by electron microscopy revealed the formation of unusual fork structures such as reverse forks interestingly one week and transient stalling was observed triplex structures were also observed and these formed between gaa repeats and other ga rich regions within the plasmid It is therefore possible that our substrates lack a sufficiently long second GA-rich ray to serve as a double-strand DNA donor. An alternative explanation was raised by a recent study carried out in DET40 cells, where replication stalling by relatively short GAA tracts was suggested to occur due to R-loops. Finally, we cannot exclude the possibility that our reaction conditions are not conductive for triplex formation. Altogether, we conclude that within our experimental conditions, GAA repeats by themselves cause mild leading strand stalling. Our results with granin homopolymers are consistent with previous analysis of the effects of G quadruplex forming sequences of replication and the role of PIF1 in resolving stalling and are consistent with a recent study on the interplay between R-loops and G4 formation. While past work supports the idea that G quadruplex structures impede replication, the evidence is conflicting with regard to the effect of their orientation relative to replication origins. Loss of epigenetic information in and T440 cells due to uncoupling can be induced by a single G4 forming sequence, but only when positioned on the leading strand template. Similarly, genetic instability of G4 forming human mini-satellites in budding yeast is only induced when g rich strand is positioned on the leading strand template. In contrast, live cell imaging of western arrays in budding yeast detected delays in replisome progression only when G4 sequences were positioned on the lagging strand template. Our results show the our polymers also induced leading strand stalling and NMR spectroscopy analysis directly demonstrated that C22 forms an i motif. It is therefore possible that for some G4 forming sequences, the C-reached strand produces a stall Due to an i-motif structure, whereas in other cases the G-rich strand does so due to G4 structure. It is worth noting that we have only tested a single G4-forming sequence and a single i-motif-forming sequence. These homopolymers may not accurately represent how other quadruplex-forming sequences behave. Therefore, an important area of future study is to establish how are the quadruplex forming sequences after replication. In the context of replication, DNA secondary structures could either form ahead of the fork or behind the fork. Our current work model is that DNA secondary structures from behind CMG since we observed efficient uncoupling However, we cannot rule out the possibility that our substrates contain pre-existing structures and that these are bypassed intact by CMJ. Recent work in Xenoponous egg extracts revealed that CMG is able to bypass a large protein cross-linked to the leading strand template. Although this requires generation of single-strand DNA downstream by the accessory helicase. RTL1 may require additional factors. single molecule studies revealed that ECMG possesses an MCM10 dependent gate that allows it to transition from single-strand DNA to double-strand DNA which could perhaps allow it to bypass certain structures on the leading strand. Alternatively, CMG may unwind and dismantle pre-existing structures while this capacity of CMG to unwind various gene secondary structures is unknown, our results imply that if CMG does unwind structures, these must form again behind it to inhibit synthesis. But how could structures arise on the leading strand if unwinding and synthesis are uncoupled? Although polymerase epsilon directly bind CMG, its catalytic domain is tethered. By a flexible linker. This raises the possibility that stochastic disengagement of polymerase epsilon from the leading strand template leads to local coupling and exposure of short stretches of single strand DNA, thereby allowing structures to form. However, fork stalling induced by CG24 was extensive, which would require such a stochastic event to be very frequent. Another option is that structures form on the single-strand DNA stretch that runs between the exit channel of CMJ and the active site of polymerase Epsilon. At present, there is no exact information on the length of exposed leading strand templates during coupled synthesis. Current estimates are at least 16 nucleotides based on a recent structure of polymerase Epsilon bound. CMG. Importantly, the minimum length required to form a 3 stack G-quadruplex or i-motif is 15 nucleotides, whereas hairpins can nucleate from even shorter sequences. Very recent super-resolution imaging of individual replication forks in human cells have detected G-quadruplex structures behind CMG, but not in front of it providing further support for our model the structures form as a consequence of replication we have discovered that the replisome can intrinsically resolve stalls induced by hairpin forming sequences through multiple mechanisms with polymerase delta playing a major role in contrast stalls induced by quadruplex forming sequences require the extrinsic support of the accessory helicase pif1 our results are in strong agreement with a recent high throughput. Primer extensionists say that tested the ability of T7 polymerase to extend through all possible 1 to 6 nucleotide long direct repeats, as well as a large library of herpene, G-quadruplex, and i motif sequences. Synthesis by these model polymerase gradually progressed through hairpins with more stable hairpins taking longer to resolve, but was terminally stalled at either G quadruplex or I motif. It thus seems the quadruplexes are a more robust block to synthesis by many polymerases. In contrast, we found that the two major eukaryotic replicative polymerases exhibit violent intrinsic capacities to synthesize through hairpins the strand displacement activity of polymerase delta most likely evolved for the purpose of Okazaki fragment maturation. However, these comes with the added benefit of allowing polymerase delta to rescue leading strand stores caused by hairpin forming sequences. Replication fork and coupling leads to exposure of single-strand DNA on the leading strand template, threatening genetic and epigenetic stability. It is therefore essential to minimize these events. Although polymerase delta was able to resume synthesis of hairpin-forming repeats on the leading strand, local encoupling was not completely prevented. Several types of DNA lesions on the leading strand template induce events similar to those we observed here, including inhibition of synthesis and uncoupling of synthesis from unwinding. Interestingly, similar to its ability to synthesize past herping-forming sequences, polymerase delta could also rescue leading-strand synthesis past 8-oxogranine and thymine glycol. In contrast, replication past an abasic site or CPD could not be carried out by any of the replicative polymerases. However, translesion synthesis by polymerase knee could perform synthesis plus a CPD. This requirement is very much akin to the role of PIF in rescuing replication of quadruplex forming sequences. Thus, the molecular events, the underlying DNA induced stalling, could be mechanistically analogous to those induced by leading strand DNA lesions, exhibiting both intrinsic and extrinsic recovery pathways. In summary, we have shown that repetitive DNA is an important potential source of endogenous replication stress and have revealed how the eukaryotic replisome is able to cope with difficult-to-replicate sequences. The response of the replisome to certain repetitive sequences is mechanistically similar to events driven by leading strand DNA lesions. We therefore propose that repetitive sequences per se can also induce the replication stress checkpoint response. Thus, our broad knowledge and understanding of the cell response to replication stress and DNA damaging agents may now be extended to encompass DNA induced replication stalling. Thank you for listening.